0: Um, now, for some of us maybe who don't understand the background or why the post of the Dorset Police and Crime Commissioner was created, I know it's been going about eight years, um, why, why do we have one?
1: Um, this was introduced by um, a previous government, and the theory was that it was there to be a, a, a directly elected person who, who could be the voice of the people um, and... Uh, hold the Chief Constable to account, so it was felt that it would be more uh, democratic and um, make someone accountable for what the police were doing that that was that was a theory that 's why we have one
0: and what is the major functions would you say apart from obviously holding you know them to account
1: yeah i mean it is that but it 's also <clears throat> about um setting the budget uh, for the the police and crime budget and also um, trying to commission those services like uh, support for victims and uh, for you know dealing with things like domestic violence so it's setting those priorities setting that strategic agenda and trying to ensure that resources get um, allocated to the the places that the public really want to, to see the difference
0: great thank you I mean, I guess the, the question that comes to mind, um, why are you standing for the post, Patrick?
1: I, I just don't feel as though the, the job, although we've had it for a few years now, has really kind of captured the public um, imagination at all. Uh, there's quite a bit of ambivalence to the job some people simply don't uh, think we should have one um, and uh, some people don't believe um, it, it's kind of value for money in the sense that it's another layer of bureaucracy so I, I really want to do this job completely differently I, I, I think as we come out of lockdown and uh, you know people have seen The austerity and the way in which hundreds and hundreds of jobs have been taken, both out of the uh, police officers and the support network, people looking for something different now. People are looking for a change. People are looking for some visible improvement and seeing a difference in things like antisocial behaviour. Uh, and, and a reduction of, of, of crime and some visible mm. presence of the police on the street. And, and that's really why I'm standing. I stood before, and I still think there's a, a job of work to do. So that, that's, that's why I'm doing it, really.
0: Now, of course, on the national agenda, we hear of, of the, uh, the government announcing, you know, so many extra thousand bobbies on the beat. Um, would that be one of your priorities if you were successful in this election?
1: Yes, I mean the, the 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 uplift program that the government have announced. You know, to be fair, is, is extremely welcome. But I think. Um it needs to be said that even those extra officers which are now in the budget and will be introduced will not bring us up to the levels that we had before. Um, So they're welcome uh, and we could do with the extra 160 odd uh, jobs that are going to be coming in but um, you know we're not going to get back up to those previous levels uh, quickly so it is about continuing that process of recruiting over and number of the money which the governments have allocated in, in, in order to get those numbers back up again. And that's really because I think people want to see uh, the police more visible. People want to see yeah. a Bobby on the beat. And that's... that. You know, I, I hear that every day of the week. So it, it is an absolute uh, priority for me.
0: And um, what are your priorities in terms of? You alluded to it there in the previous answer, um, tackling and reducing anti-social behaviour. Often it's seen as a minor crime, and yet it disproportionately causes a lot of distress to our local oh, community. Oh, absolutely, it
1: does. It, yes, it 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 plagues some people's lives and. Um, uh, you know, many people feel helpless that they're not able to, uh, you know, see anything done about it. So that's about... Um visibility is about getting those bobbies back on the beat again so that people can see them but also it's about trying to work with the community as a whole to try and engage young people to try and ensure that there are other things for them to do to try and divert them uh, away from a kind of a life of nuisance and crime uh, You know, and put that investment into mm. communities to make, uh, make them uh, sort of in charge of, of what goes on in their local area so it, it's putting that power back down to local communities i i feel strongly about Uh, and people often say well what 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 are you going to do for us and i say well come on what 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 can we do together because you know we're 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 part of the same community uh we we need to see some improvement so let's let's tackle it together
0: i mean apart from antisocial behavior what are your major crime reduction strategies what 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 would you bring into place if you were successful
1: There has to be a bigger uh, focus on crime prevention. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, if if we can prevent crime happening, then that's good for everybody. So that's about... um security, it's about investments. it's about trying to make people aware of the things they can do to prevent crime, and just making crime um, less rewarding for those who actually commit these offences. So there's a lot of work to be done, and and also across a lot of agencies in order to be able to do that. And I think the other thing, really, is is about trying to work with those people who have been victims of crime. Uh, Obviously we want to support victims of crime but but quite often victims of crime uh, are saying not not just they want to see justice but also they don't want to see it happen again so it's trying to utilize that experience trying to find from them what they think would have made a difference and that's particularly true on things like domestic violence trying to involve uh, survivors in that process so you're not making that decision for them you you're involving them in trying to come up with a better solution, ways of intervention which would prevent it, as well as supporting those people who have been subjected
0: to it. Now, turning to, I guess, the more um, urban parts of our conurbation and our area, um, often we we do have um, an issue with drugs and the misuse of drugs, and of course the resulting crime that comes from that. There's some very interesting statistics that say, you know, there are so many burglaries committed for so much um, percentage of drug dealing. What would be your major Program or your major strategy in terms of um, crime reduction in the relation to the drugs industry. I'm thinking county lines and all that comes with it.
1: Yes, this this is a huge uh, huge task because it's really about um, having the resources to have an intelligence-led response. The, 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 the county lines operation is extremely sophisticated, uh, and we need that uh, response which is able to cross those geog- geographical boundaries so t- talking to the police one of the things that's um interesting but also worrying is is that a lot of the the, the drugs are coming into our area from places like liverpool and the midlands and london and and they're coming in on, on networks, which the police are really trying hard to break down, to break up those lines of, of drug supply. Mm. So that is about trying to get that information together. And it's, it's really as well about trying to involve the community and giving them confidence to report suspicious behavior and to alert people uh, uh, and to alert the, uh, the police. Uh, about those kind of activities in their area so that the police can respond to it, it, it it's a it's a massive operation mm. and it, it also um, involves the health service and social services too because for, for um, many uh, in many situations we're talking about the exploitation of young people uh, and organized crime that that draws those young people um, in into that network, which we have to break down uh, as well. And sure. that's about trying to give them the support to to get out of that, to get out of that network.
0: Now, turning to another subject, um, I think certainly a lot of our Hope FM listeners have asked me to ask this to all the candidates, and I will do that. Um, what's your view on the role of PCSOs? I mean, been quite controversial since they were introduced, some call them policing on the cheap. Um, What's your view, and do they have a role if you are the Dorset Police and Crime Commissioner?
1: Yes, I, 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 I think they do have a role, because it, it is about um, that point of contact with the police service. People, people do uh, have an issue about the fact that they have no powers of arrest. And, and, and that's the bone of contention, I think. But I think that visibility issue is important and that, that ability to be able to engage with and respond to local communities is really, really important. I, I, I think the focus has to be on getting more uniformed officers mm. on the beat that do have the power of arrest, I think that has to be the number one priority. But I do I do think that PCSOs do have a role um, to play in all of that, uh, in, in order to try and get a, a, a coordinated service and to support what the police are doing.
0: Okay. Um, what would you say are the major challenges that we face in Dorset in terms of crime? I mean, obviously, obviously it's different around the country. Um, fortunately, um, we live in an area, I think, where violent crime and knife crime is relatively low in comparison to the major cities. But what challenges do we face here in Dorset?
1: Um, I, I was going to say money until you slightly qualified the question, but money is an issue because the way in which the government funding formula works, uh, the doesn't come out at all well mm. in that um, because of that mix of, of urban and rural areas. So that has to be tackled. That has to be a kind of a political campaign and uh, representations made to, to the government. But I think the other uh, the other challenges that are, are specifically uh, to do with Dorset it, the, the one thing that comes through all of the time is that issue is that issue of of visibility and also the fact that this is a very significant stretch of coast mm. and, and keeping the coastline safe uh, again comes up quite quite often uh, to ensure that uh, you know, the police aren't resourced sufficiently in order to be able to monitor mm-hmm. what's going on.
0: Now, talking of visibility, um, we talked about, you know, getting Bobbers on the beat. One of the major moans um, from the local community is the accessibility of how they report crime. We live in a, a region where a lot of police stations are closed. Certainly the, the police station where I live uh, has closed down. Uh, or if it's present, uh, there's no open desk. Uh, do you have a strategy for a, maybe opening some of the, rear, the the desks? I think of Winton Police Station. You know, It's there, but it's not there because you can't go in. Um, what, what would you do in, to improve access for the public? A to interact with officers and B to report crimes, rather than just doing it online or via the one hundred and one or whatever service it is. One one one.
1: Well, we certainly we certainly have to uh, find better ways of people being able to report crime because hanging on the phone for a half an hour mm. to re- on one hundred and one to report uh, an issue of concern isn't isn't good enough. No, so we have to we have to find a better system. Whether that's social media, whether it's um, some. Uh, you know an an app what a technological solution to that but i think i think that point of contact that immediate point of contact issue is absolutely absolutely critical mm. well, unfortunately we we're, we're living in a, a an era now where we're very unlikely to have the money to get those comp- police stations that have been closed back up and operational because it's not just a question of opening the door again it is a question of ensuring True. that the technology and and you know you know the equipment is, is uh suitable and is installed so i, I don't think we're, we're likely um to to see them again i mean i live in bournemouth there's this one just round the road that's been closed for ages and just in the process of knocking it down so we, we, we're never likely to get that back right having said that what i what i really do feel strongly about is that there should be a more imaginative approach to how people can contact the police i mean why can't there be violence why can't they have contact in supermarkets you know why can't they you, you know be visible um in community centers and, sure. and the like ar- ar- around the area and that that's also true in rural areas you know they they that, there, there are um places that that could could right. use you know sort of shared shared premises and the right. like that that just allows to people. improve
0: that interaction yeah I understand. yeah absolutely
1: it's um, just it, it's just I don't think it's difficult to do it's just a little bit more imaginative absolutely approach,
0: I think. we're running out of time just have a couple of quick fire questions we've got about three minutes left um what can we do as a community to help reduce crime um, and, and and support the local police
1: the reporting and reporting and reporting that, that is absolutely yeah. crucial I, and it, it is about overcoming the resistance to reporting you know people think oh why should i bother it's not going to make any difference mm. Well, that's about building trust and confidence if we can absolutely. do that and we get that reporting level up that would be a
0: massive help last question um the previous post holder was an independent why do you think we should politicize the role obviously you represent the labour party
1: The the, the job is political. I I, I know people that like that, but it's just unavoidable because the whole uh, issue to do with money and funding and the, the very existence of the job in the first place was a political decision so, so there's no escape from the fact that you know, you're dealing with politicians every day of the week in this job so it, it is political and it's about having that network of contacts so that you can influence and change things uh, at national level as well as changing things locally I, I just think it's unavoidable Uh, As much as people don't like it. I I think the most important thing for people Mm. to remember is that whoever gets the job has to uh, swear this oath of impartiality. So as soon as you're elected, you're there to elect you are there
0: elected to represent the whole community, not just the people that voted for you. And that's crucial.